This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. On the other side of the line is Professor Dion Foster, Head of Department of Systematic Theology and Ecclesiology, also the Director of the Bayes Nordia Center for Public Theology. And in his house, he's the number one son when it comes to agape love, and his wife will tell you all about it. Good morning, Dion. Hey, Brad. Oh, my goodness. Weren't those <laughs> just such wonderful, wonderful testimonies? Yeah. My goodness, I'm encouraged, man. <laughs> you know, sometimes as men and women, you just do what you do. And then you only come to the end of it, and the other person looks you in the eyes, Dion, and says, you were amazing. Thank you. And you just feel, oh, I was just loving on you. And those are the great moments when it just comes naturally for a spouse. Brad, isn't, it, isn't that wonderful? I um, had a chance this, this last week, something which I don't get to do that often anymore, to, uh, to do some marriage uh, prep counseling with oh, yeah? a young couple who are, are getting married uh, a little later in the year. And uh, wow, I tell you what, there's something that is just so beautiful about sitting in the presence of, of you know, these young people who mm. are so in love, you know, mm-hmm. and, and just drinking that in and saying, wow, it's, it's, it's really wonderful. But um, I must say, Megan and I celebrated um, 27 years of marriage on the 29th of January. Yeah. And um, I was just reflecting on that when I was driving away from this young couple's house. How much grow, growing has taken place yeah. in those 27 years? Oh, my goodness. If I think about how we were when we got married and, and where we are now, yes. um, yeah, a lot has happened. You know, and and this, is, this takes us beautifully into today because that happens in our marriages. We want to do things our way. Even before we're married, we want to do things our way. And then we come to the realization, no, 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 there's only one way that we could really do this if we want marriages to last and more is to do things God's way. Brad, you're absolutely right. I, um, I said to this young couple that I was speaking to, um, I, I said to the, the prospective husband, do you realize, do you realize, just think about this for a moment, do you realize that you are marrying God's favorite daughter? Sure. And you could see he was sort of shocked by that. You know? and, and I said, of course, you know, every, every woman is God's favorite daughter. But, but you have the privilege of marrying God's favorite daughter. My goodness, that's a, that's a responsibility. Yes. And, and if this was your daughter and someone was marrying her, what, what would you long for, for this relationship to be like as a parent? What would you long to see her spouse do? Now, now appropriate that for yourself. Think a little bit about that for yourself. Brad, the, the thing that, that came out in our discussion um, in, in, in that, and of course, I said the same to her. I said, "Do you realize you're marrying God's favorite son here?" You know, sure. <laughs> and uh, and the thing that came out in our discussion was that we realized that that a lot of what we were saying, in fact, the majority of what we were saying, God would desire was not about me. Mm. It's not about what I want. It's not about what what I think I need. It was about saying, "How do I bless you? How do I help you to flourish? How do I remove the obstacles that are in your way? How do I live?" With, with you in mind so that, so that your life is better. Now, of course, that, that is um, so countercultural for us mm. today, Brad. I mean, in, in you know, the, this world of, of social media, where we place ourselves at the center, um, I often look at, at selfies, even my, my own selfies on the internet. Think mm. about it. You know, I've been to some of the most amazing places in the world, you know, the pyramids in Egypt, to the Eiffel Tower, 
to the Brandenburg Gate in Germany, sure. you know, to all of these wonderful places. And you take a selfie there, and guess what? The center of the picture is my face. Mm. And the thing, the most beautiful thing, the, the, the pyramid, the, the tower, is sort of, you know, a tiny little image in the background. And that, mm. in some senses, you know, sums up, I think, the, the age in which we live. We, we place ourselves, either knowingly or unknowingly, at the very, very center of our life. Um, Frank Sinatra had that beautiful song that was released in, in 1969, uh, at the moment I start singing it, people are going to ask me to stop. But uh, remember that song, <laughs> I Did It My Way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that is, that is the, the sort of a song of our age, you know, people wanting to do it their way. Yeah. But, of course, the Gospels do present us with, with a different way of thinking. And I was just reading this again. It comes to us first in, uh, in the Lord's Prayer, when he teaches his disciples how to pray. But perhaps the clearest expression of, of how God wants us to live, how we are to follow Jesus, is found in that scene in the Garden of Gethsemane. Remember that? Matthew 26, where, where Jesus really is he's, he's in anguish about the fact that he knows he's going to have to experience death and pain on the cross. But the one thing we never think about is he also knows, as we read in the Gospels, that when he is there, he will see his mother. Mm. Can you imagine the pain of a mother watching her son dying? And in the midst of that anguish, he turns to God, his father, and he says, if you can, would you take this cup from me? Yet, not what I will, but what you will. And then in verse 42 of Matthew 26, he, he gives not a prayer of resignation, not a prayer of giving over, but a prayer of power that mm. says, Lord, let your will be done. Because when God's will is done, it's always good and it's always right. So, Brad, that, that was a real challenge for me this week because I have to confess that, uh, that I'm part of that selfie generation. I place myself at the center mm. and somehow God ends up being a small little image in the back. And I want to change that. I want to bring God to the front. I want to bring the people that God loves to the front. Yes. Every person that I have the privilege of, of living with, my wife, my children, they need to be in the center. And I need to ask, Lord, what can I do to bless you and to bless them? What are, what are we waiting for, Dion? I wonder, what, what is it that we're waiting for that's going to get us to do these things, to, to move our minds off ourselves? It's almost like we're waiting for a better opportunity, for something more obvious, for, I don't know, God to speak in a way that we clearly understand or I have not prompted to do it. Maybe we over-spiritualize things, but this is also a real practical expression that doesn't really need to wait for anything. We just need to go ahead and do it. But I think one of the big problems, and, and maybe this is just my problem, but it might resonate with some other listeners, is that we, we live with, with a mentality of fear and scarcity. Mm. So, first of all, the, the fear that if we place others before ourselves, we're going to lose out. We're mm. going to lose our power in, in a relationship. We're going to lose out on the opportunity of being blessed. We're gonna gonna lose, you know, the joy of being able to do whatever we want, however we want. And and that fear in a sense subconsciously drives us. And of course that is is built upon a scarcity mentality, mm. which says there's not enough for everybody, so I've got to take what I can get yes. while I can. And that's not the way of the gospel. You know, the God who loves us says there is enough. And not only is there enough, but John ten verse ten there is an abundance to make your life absolutely full. So, so let it flow through you, you know. Mm. Don't be like uh, the Dead Sea, you know. Let it all come there to rest and just become this dead, salty mass. 
Be yeah. like the Red Sea. Let it flow through you so that on, on your sides there are streams of, of living water feeding uh, the landscape around you. We love that. Just for Dion. You know, because, just, <laughs> because we, all, we all need a song stuck in our heads. <laughs> this, you see, Dion. Oh, wonderful. wonderful. There we go. Now, now you're all oh, going to remember you. the rest and sing it all day long. Later on, when you're washing the dishes like any good man would, you're just going to be singing, I did it my way. And she'll walk in and say, no, 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 Dion, you remember when it comes to the dishes, darling, you have to do it my way. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> be well, Dion. Have a beautiful day. Thanks, my friend. God Cheers. bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.